Good morning, good morning. Thank you so much for joining me. This is the podcast, The Endurance of Labor Laws. I'm your lovely host, Leslie Sullivan, and today is episode 264. And today we're going to take a look at what is called chemical waste. We've talked about some of this before in times past in regards to Superfund sites, but we've never actually dived into this actual topic. And I think this is very interesting because there are so many different agencies connected to this. And so whenever you think about agencies, you need to think about state and federal. You, you need to think about workers. You need to think about jobs. Also, when it comes to chemical waste and things like that, there are different companies within the private sector that actually handle this. If this is something that they want to handle and can handle, because a lot of times they have to have permits to do such things. So let's go ahead and dive into this here. So chemical waste is a type of waste that is made from harmful chemicals, mostly produced by large factories Uh, chemical waste can damage the environment and cause health problems and it falls under the uh, regulations of um let's see here COSHH whatever that is in the United Kingdom or the Clean Water Act and Resource Conservation and Recovery Act in the United States in the United States the Environmental Protection Agency and the Occupational Safety and Health Administration also known as OSHA as well as state and local regulations Um, they regulate chemical use and disposal, but I don't think that's always worked out well because now we have over 40,000 Superfund sites. So again, sometimes agencies are not always the answer because agencies are they're, they're not inventive; they are reactive. So agencies typically come about because there's a problem that's identified, but that doesn't mean that they helped to avoid or stop the problem. So government is not the answer. We the people, we are the answer, not the government. Um, the disposal and handling of radioactive waste. is a particular focus for regulatory bodies due to the environmental and health risk of radiation and the challenges of safe disposal that's very true especially in regards to superfund sites and these toxic hazardous waste sites i would definitely agree with that um chemical waste can sometimes be classified as hazardous waste but it kind of depends on what exactly it is because chemical waste it's not equivalent to hazardous waste it has to be proven that it's hazardous a chemical hazardous waste is a solid liquid or gaseous material um that has a hazardous characteristic or is listed as a hazardous waste. So for example, if it like is um I'm trying to think of the right way to say that, like a VOC, like a volatile organic compound, and maybe it has a very um large quantity of it at a particular factory or something like that. You know, that would be concerning, that would be very concerning especially in regards to there being a hazardous situation taking place there. Um it says here there there are different types of chemical waste and it varies based on their toxicity and how they react. So it's kind of those things that there are definitives, but these definitives were not invented by the government. Um uh, technically um these were thought of by companies in the private sector whoever is making these goods and services or these products they're the ones that are saying hey this is what can happen when you mix these and this is what can happen to people and typically they recognize this whenever they are working with these substances in the lab and you know it's typically chemists that are saying hey we need to be careful by xyz so it's not the mad scientist it's just people that you know have studied this for example maybe they have a masters or a phd in chemistry and this is what they do for a living. So unfortunately in regards to how some of these things are handled, you know again the federal government and these agencies they're just more reactive. They do not invent products. 
Typically, what happens is the public will speak out or speak up about something, and then the federal government is kind of like, "Oh, we need to address this because it is a big enough problem that now we need to put manpower into it, and now we need a federal agency to try and handle this stuff." And that is exactly why the EPA was created. And again, the EPA was created by a Republican president, President Richard Nixon. And so what he did was he brought all these different agencies or anything to do with the environment. He brought all those issues onto one or under one umbrella umbrella, excuse me, and that would be the EPA. Whereas before the EPA came about, whenever people had a complaint about the environment, depending on what exactly the complaint was, it was going to all these different departments, whether at a federal or state level, and because a lot of these departments were not talking to each other, because it's kind of like, well, basically it was a pissing contest amongst all these men or whatever. They're very competitive and they didn't want to talk to each other. because you have to remember that back in the day women were not really hired as much um for state and federal jobs by the government and so yeah a lot of men that were in control of this stuff and so they weren't talking to each other they were just like no my agency is better than your agency and we're not going to work with you so because they had that stupid kind of thinking very competitive thinking um a lot of this stuff this hazardous stuff went under the radar for a long time and it got to be a problem because a lot of it was causing cancer in different areas of the United States and especially in some towns and so the public was speaking up about it and like hey are you not going to do anything about this and so basically these government agencies before the EPA was created they were just collecting all this data but they were not actually going out and cleaning anything up which is really kind of shocking because it's like what's the point of collecting all this data if you're not actually going to fix anything if you're not going to correct anything well the EPA once that was created it basically created a task force and said hey If this if this kind of situation gets reported, this is how we handle it. If this other one gets reported, this is how we handle it. So basically, it brought anything to do with the environment under one umbrella and it said, "Hey, if there is a XYZ catastrophe, then we'll handle it this way. If there is a ABC kind of catastrophe, then we'll handle it that way." So before that, though, sadly things are not getting addressed because as usual these government agencies they did not want to talk to each other they did not want to listen to each other and because of that probably for several decades uh people were exposed unnecessarily to toxic hazardous waste um and that never should have happened it should have been cleaned up effectively and immediately and so sadly some of these super fun sites are still on the list um basically of the EPA's list and they have not been cleaned up. So again, we have a little over 40,000 super fun sites littered across the United States and things are not being cleaned up. I pray that that changes because you you know you would think that whenever you get a democrat in office that the environment would get better, things would be cheaper, and things would get healthier and it's just the opposite. Whenever you get a democrat in office, the gas the price goes up. Typically there are more prisoners taken captive in foreign countries. and Americans are typically not treated very well especially in very hostile regions and here at home less and less work gets done by the government but yet they they expect more money you know they're they're very much like these cities you know the utility companies or these waste management companies and that they want more money to do absolutely nothing this is why congress is in charge of basically the money like this is why congress has the power of the purse And you know the Congress can say yes we agree to your budget or, or your budget or no we do not. And I wish Congress would tell the federal government no. I wish they would tell them no more often because one of the reasons why our taxes are so high and why there's so much bad inflation here in the United States is because no one tells the federal government no. 
And typically that happens whenever there is a Democrat in office. And I think that's very sad because those are our tax dollars being poured down a rat hole every time a Democrat gets into office. Are Republicans perfect? No, but they're way better than Democrats. You know, what's interesting is that if you look at a map, and we've looked at a map before, but if you look at a map of the United States of America, and you look at where all of these Superfund sites are located, the bulk and majority of Superfund sites are located in blue states, in Democrat states. And here's why. Blue states typically make it almost impossible for people to clean up their messes. And then if the, if the person or company cannot clean up their mess and they report to the government, the government just doesn't clean it up. Whereas in red states, companies are given the opportunity to, first of all, be manufacturers, be producers, and if they make a mistake, they are given the opportunity to clean up their mistake and to clean up the environment. And if they cannot, like at the spill or if the situation is, is too much for them, then they reach out to good agencies, whether state or federal, and they start cleaning stuff up immediately and effectively. Whereas in blue states, they just like to let it sit there and fester and, and brew. So that way they can say, oh, look, we've got a bigger problem than we realized. We need more money. Let's raise taxes. That, that's not the solution, folks. It is not. So unfortunately, even with something as, as serious as chemical waste, you would think that the federal government would want to do anything and everything to prevent stuff contaminating the environment, but instead they do, is they pass all these rules, laws, and regulations that are extremely environmentally weird, and just, it just it's like it punishes you for owning a car, it punishes you for um, running your AC, it punishes you for cooking a pie, it punishes you for having a refrigerator. I mean, it's just like ridiculous. It's like we're, you know, if we don't stop this stuff, or at least wake up to what's going on, eventually we're going to end up like Canada. And right now, Canada is not very happy with Trudeau. So I'm not surprised by that at all. But here's the thing. People still stupidly keep voting him into office, and it's ridiculous. It's just like, wow, like, why would you continue to vote for someone that just doesn't get it and doesn't really care about his people? I mean, it's just ridiculous. I mean, it's just unbelievable. So Trudeau is basically one of these useless, mindless bureaucrats That just loves to spend other people's money, but yet he makes it seem like he cares about Canadians. He makes it seem like that he cares about the elderly and the poor and the sick. And it's like, no, they don't. They, they do not at all. Like, have you forgotten that they have um, what's called MAID? And it's called Medical Assistance and Dying. It's basically a government program where it encourages people to commit suicide. That is taking place in Canada right now. It is sick. And guess what? The government is making money on this on both sides of it. So they are encouraging people that they don't want to be alive anymore because they don't want them to use the medical care. They don't want them to use the socialized medicine system that they have. They encourage them to die. And then when they die, they harvest their organs and make thousands upon thousands of dollars off of organ donations. And, and um, what's it called? Um, what is it called? Organ, it's not translation. I can't think of the word. I'll think of it later. I'm getting tongue-tied. But anyway, um, Canada is making a whole lot of money off of that. Transplant. I had to think of organ transplant. I got there. Uh, I'm a little tired this morning. Um, so anyway, Canada is making so much money on organ transplants 
um, that has become a new booming business in, in Canada. And it's like, wow, um, I, had, I had to wonder where are all these organs coming from? Like just out of the blue, now Canada is known for basically organ transplantation and that, that you can get an organ pretty easily. Well, the reason why they're able to do that is because they're encouraging all these people to bump themselves off. And that goes directly against the Hippocratic Oath. That is, if they haven't rewritten it. And also, they, they, they specifically hire doctors that believe in eugenics and are willing to go along with this. It's ridiculous. So needs to say, like, you, you should never put your faith in government because that's not what government is for. So needs to say the powers of the people always has been always will be but if you give that power to your government it could very much end up like Canada where they they just see you as a hot ticket and to make money off of you they make money off of you when you're alive and then when you're deemed no longer healthy or viable or whatever then they encourage you to bump yourself off and then not only do they encourage you to bump yourself off but they're like oh do the right thing donate your organs You know, it's interesting is that a lot of people don't realize is that when you donate an organ, did you know that you can make a whole lot of money off of that? But yet they won't let you make money off of your own organs, but yet they expect to make money off of your organs. It's like, okay, if you know that you're going to donate an organ, why not get paid for that? If you know you're going to, you know, give an organ to somebody, Why not make money on that? It's your organ. And then why not use that money to go to school or give it to your family or whatever the case may be? I mean, who knows? Like, here's the thing, though. But whenever you say something like that, people are like, oh, you're just in it for the money. Really? Really? Well, what, what do you think Canada's doing? I mean, it's just, it's just ridiculous. Like, there's a black market um, for kidneys. People will sell one of their kidneys because... They're not allowed to do that in a normal setting. Like you're not allowed to sell your own organs or whatever. But yet if you're dying or if you're encouraged to die, you know, you can donate your organs and you can not get any money. But yet hospitals make hundreds of thousands of dollars off of organ donations and also organ transplant surgeries. This stuff is not cheap. It's very expensive. And so the Canadian government Not only are they making money off of people's tax dollars, but now they're making money off of organ transplants. That's really sick. Like, how is that any different than what China has been doing? China has been harvesting organs from basically people that they um, that are like on death row or people that they execute or whatever over in China. They harvest their organs and they sell them. And so people were not aware that China was harvesting the organs of people that they were executing in prison until this one family, one of their family members went missing. It's like a special needs guy or something. He was from like Europe or Eastern Europe, but someone convinced him to go to China for some reason. And he was kind of mentally inept, inept and he fell for it. And um, the Chinese government arrested him, accused him of being a spy or a traitor or something. I don't know what. And so it wasn't until months later When the family of this guy hired an investigator or something, and they this investigator found out that their relative um, went to China for some job, it was fake, and then the Chinese government arrested him, put him in prison, um, were executing him, but they harvested his organs first, and so the Chinese government did not want to give 
his body back to the family and so when they finally did get the body back they realized all of his organs were gone like the chinese had stolen his organs and and um used it um to make money off of him that is exactly what canada is doing now so just be aware that just because a agency says they care about you that doesn't mean that they really do and um you know canada is not really known for being ethical Like I meet more and more or I see more and more um like for example comedians from Canada they are some of the weirdest people ever because they just kind of have this um just lack of morals, lack of values, they don't really value human life and th- their comedy is so disturbing and they're always horrible to the United States. But I'm like, wow. So you you basically dump all your garbage verbally on the United States but yet if it wasn't for the United States you wouldn't have any money you would be broke because it's only in the United States when you tour here that you can actually make money I just find that to be very ungrateful very 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 ungrateful So needs to say I'm not a big fan of Canadian um comedians just because of that I just think it's like wow Um you're biting the hand that feeds you basically. So, I mean, why don't you just get lost and not ever come to the United States ever again? You know, it's really sad is that there are there are so many people that, you know, in Canada, if they are Canadian and they have like a a serious medical condition or something or something happens medically, their own government doesn't want them to get well. So, typically what they have to do is they have to sell everything. and either move here or immigrate here to the United States just so that they can get the proper medical care that they were already paying for in Canada but they were denied access to it because in Canada it's socialized medicine. Canada's like, well, we only really want the healthy to use the medical care. Well, it's not the healthy that need to go to a doctor. Duh. Like that that's just not how medicine works. It's just so weird to me. It's like why would you deny someone access to medical care unless you want them to die? Unless you viewed them as as not being um important or having value. It's it's just really kind of shocking. But that that has been going on for a while now in Canada and I think it's really sad with Trudeau because he wasn't always anti-human rights. He wasn't always shady like this. I think when he was younger, he was always kind of a stupid playboy, kind of idiot, but he was never so um greedy and unethical. I just don't remember him being like that. Maybe he was always like that and we just didn't see it until he got into power. Um but he's nothing like his dad. His dad was not like this. His dad um is a far better example than Trudeau and um I just think it's really sad that Canada is going through what they're going through. Um but God bless that one guy that's in the conservative party. I think his name is Pierre. If I remember correctly, man, he's down to earth, says it like it is. I'm just like, wow. Um God bless that man. Um it's just I think you have to be very matter of fact whenever you're dealing with Trudeau because he's such a blowhard. <laughs> he just is. So uh you know, God God bless you, Pierre. Um You know, just God bless you. I am always impressed with your videos and how you stand up to uh, Trudeau and you say it like it is and most of the time you're super funny. And I just think it's awesome how you can take something stupid that that Trudeau does or that he did and you can just point out the the hilarity of it and the ridiculousness of it and also the absurdity of Trudeau's party. It's just insane. So thank you for that. You know, we here in the United States, we greatly appreciate the work that you're doing and so keep up the good job. Keep it up.
We love you very much. And you know, if it wasn't for people like you, Canada would be tanking even more. So just God bless you and may God keep you always. Um, but I will go ahead and end this podcast. But as usual, until next time, I pray that you're happy, healthy, and whole. That you have a wonderful day and a wonderful week. And do subscribe. You can uh, subscribe for a monthly subscription or a six-month subscription. So thank you so much. God bless and bye bye. Still